Hi, urban nation, the people of Grace Community Nilai Malaysia, Pastor Philip here. Today we celebrate Resurrection Sunday or the Resurrection of Jesus Christ. In the Old Testament, it's called the Feast of First Fruits. Today, for the benefit of those who are new in Christ, I'm going to divide this message into three parts. The first part is the basic understanding of the Feast of First Fruits or Resurrection Sunday. The second part, I'm going to speak about what is God telling us through resurrection of Jesus Christ or the Feast of First Fruits. And the third part, I'm going to do, pray with you. So first as we go, and before we go into the Feast of First Fruits, before I speak about the Feast of First Fruits or resurrection of Jesus Christ, now let me just give you a summary of the Feast of Passover and Unleavened Bread. So it will be easier for you to connect all the dots between Passover, Unleavened Bread, and today's Feast of Resurrection of Jesus. The Feast of Passover, in summary, represents our salvation and deliverance by the sacrifice of the Lamb, which is Jesus Christ, which is and are justified by trusting in the blood of the Lamb, which is Jesus Christ. Now, the Feast of Unleavened Bread represents our sanctification, or as we read ourselves of the old Egypt, or read ourselves, in other words, of our sins, through confession of our sins, this is represented also, the unleavened bread of Jesus' burial, and also his death and his suffering. Now let us go back to the Feast of First Fruits or the Feast of Resurrection. In the ancient times, in the Jewish culture, on this day, the Shiva Bali, the first grain crops ripen, was waved before the Lord. It is to mark the start of the counting of the Omer, thereby initiating the 49 countdown to the Jubilee Harvest Festival, which is called Pentecost. Now, in other words, 50 days from this day of resurrection or Feast of First Fruits, we will be celebrating another important feast after this Feast of Resurrection, and that is called the Feast of Pentecost. You need to understand, God's appointed feast does not stop on this day of resurrection, on this day of the Feast of First Fruits, but it continues on to the next four feasts. And I pray and I hope you will complete, you will follow, and you will understand all of these feasts that you too will experience the fullness, the abundance of God's blessing. You know, sometimes Jesus tells us that <clears throat> your blessings, 30-fold, 60-fold, 100-fold. And many of us have limited ourselves by only thinking about Passover, Good Friday, there's remembering about resurrection 
of Jesus Christ and Christmas. My fellow brothers and sisters in Christ is not that so. Let me encourage you to take the commanded festival, the appointed feast of God seriously in these last days. So what are the other four feasts that we have here? After this feast of first fruits or resurrection of Jesus, I pray that you'll continue to move on to the feast of Pentecost, which falls between 30 to 31st of May. The feast of trumpets it falls between 18 to September, 18 to 19 of September, which is also called Rosh Hashanah. The Day of Atonement, which is also known as Yom Kippur, that falls between 27 to 28 of September. And finally, the Feast of Tabernacles that is celebrated for seven days, 2 to 9 of October, which is also known as Sukkot. The scripture on the Feast of First Fruits can be found in the book of Leviticus, chapter 23, verse 9 to 12. I'm just going to read this scripture. The Lord said to Moses, Speak to the Israelites and say to them, When you enter the land, I'm going to give you and you reap its harvest. Bring to the priest a sheaf of the first grain you harvest. He is to wave the sheaf before the Lord, so it will be accepted on your behalf. The priest is to wave it on the day after the Sabbath. On the day you wave the sheaf, you must sacrifice as a burnt offering to the Lord a lamb, a year old without defect, together with his grain offering of two tenths of an ephah, of fine flour mixed with oil, an offering made to the Lord by fire, a pleasant aroma and his drink offering of a quarter of a hint of wine. Now we read the scripture until verse 13. So the scripture, in other words, on this day, in the Old Testament, the priest would wave a sheaf or an omer. It's a unit of measurement used in the old days of green barley before the Lord as a symbolic gesture of dedicating the coming harvest to God. Now, how is this Feast of First Fruits connected, related to Jesus as our first fruits, Jesus' resurrection? As you know, the Apostle Paul explained this in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 20 to 23. Now, let's read the scripture. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 20 to 23. But Christ has indeed been raised from the dead, the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. For since death came through a man, the resurrection of the dead comes also through a man. For as in Adam all die, so in Christ all will be made alive, but each in his own turn, Christ the first fruits. Then when he comes, those who belong to him. Now we see from this scripture here, Paul links first fruits offering with the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ was like a wave offering presented before God the Father as the first fruits of the harvest to come. Moreover, 
Christ presented his first fruits offering to God the Father on this day as we can see the scripture in the book of Matthew chapter 27 verse 52 to 53 I'm just going to read this scripture here Matthew chapter 27 verses 52 to 53 The tomb broke open and all the bodies of many holy people who had died were raised to life they came out of the tombs and after Jesus resurrection they went into the holy city appeared to many people now my dear friends Jesus offered to the father the early crops of what will be overwhelming or an overwhelming harvest of souls in these last days Jesus compared his death his burial to the planting of a seed as what is mentioned in book of John chapter 12 verse 24 it says i tell you the truth unless a kernel of wheat falls to the ground and dies it remains only a single seed but if it dies it produces many seeds now from this death and burial of jesus then paul explains further in the book of 1 corinthians chapter 15 verses 35 to 49 of the resurrection as a harvest of the grain now can i just take you to 1 corinthians chapter 15 verse 35 to 49 1 corinthians chapter 15 verse 35 to 49 but someone may ask how are the dead raised with what kind of body will they come how foolish what you sow does not come to life unless it dies when you sow you do not plant the body that will be just a seed perhaps of wheat or of something else but god gives it a body as he has determined to each kind of seed he gives its own body all flesh is not the same men have one kind of flesh animal have another birds another and fish another there are also heavenly bodies there are earthly bodies but the splendor of the heavenly bodies is one kind and the splendor of the earthly bodies is another the sun has one kind of splendor the moon another and the stars another the star differs from star in splendor so will be will it be with the resurrection of the dead the body they sown is perishable it is raised imperishable it is sown in dishonor it is raised in glory it is sown in weakness it is raised in power it is sown a natural body it is raised a spiritual body if there is a natural body there is also a spiritual body So it is written the first man Adam became a living being the last Adam a life-giving spirit the spirit did not come first but the natural and after that the spiritual the first man was of the dust of the earth the second man from heaven as was the earthly man so are those who are of the earth and as is the man from heaven so also are those who are of heaven and just as we have borne the likeness of the earthly man so shall we bear the likeness 
of the man from heaven. As you read the scriptures, we see that how Paul spoke about Jesus' resurrection, the harvest of the grain, and we need to understand that Jesus is considered first in many different ways. As you go through the scriptures, Jesus is referred as the first begotten of the Father. We see in the book of Hebrews chapter 1 verse 6, it says, and again, when God brings his firstborn into the world, he says, let all angels worship him. Jesus is also the firstborn of creation. In the book of Colossians chapter 1 verse 15 to 16, he is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For by him all things were created, things in heaven and things on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities, all things were created by him and for him. Jesus is the first begotten of the dead. In Revelation chapter 1, verse 5, And from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness, the firstborn from the dead, and the ruler of the kings of the earth. Finally, Jesus is the first fruits of those who are to be resurrected. Now, I'm not going to read this scripture again because it is referred to 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Verses 20 to 23. So I hope that you have a basic understanding of the link between the Feast of First Fruits in the Old Testament and the resurrection of Jesus Christ in the New Testament. Now, so going to my second part of my message is how all this is related to you and me. What is the importance, the relevance? of Christ's resurrection for you and for me. Today you and I are reminded of this resurrection, that there'll be no resurrection, there's no peace, there is no healing, there's no future without the resurrection of Jesus Christ only. I need to emphasize this word only because during Passover, we see many like to be crucified. They crucify themselves physically, trying to take the role of Jesus. But there's only one crucifixion, and there's only one resurrection. And that one God who crucified and who, who died, buried and rose again, there was Christ only. So please do not be deceived by the many crucifixion you see men doing it. But there's only one resurrection, and that's the resurrection of Jesus. Now, when you and I confess with our mouths and believe in our hearts of the dead and resurrection of Jesus Christ, only then will you and me experience the power of resurrection. If you are going through challenges, in your relationship, and every kinds of sickness you may be having, diabetes, gastritis, polio, cardiovascular issues, cancer, coronavirus for that matter, coma, any form of sickness, 
related to your vertebra, neck, eyes, ears. And you are suffering from addictions, smoking, drugs, alcohol, gambling, pornography, mental illness, facing any form of bankruptcy, facing your challenges in your financial areas, paying your bills, paying off your loans. In this difficult time, that in this time of lockdown, this time of MCO, let me just encourage you. Only Jesus' resurrection can resurrect you out of your physical death, of every form of sickness and disease. Now, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father except through me. Now, you need to know why did Jesus, and only Jesus qualifies to say this or to tell this to us, because he's the only and one God who was conceived through the Holy Spirit, born of a virgin birth. He's the only one who lived, performed miracles, brought healing to mankind, and thereafter, in his death and his burial, was resurrection. I just want to remind each and every one of us here. Only Jesus could do this and no one else. And that's the reason why. It's only through Jesus that you can have your peace. It's only through Jesus you can have your healing. Jesus did not do all this. Sorry, he can be honored with the highest honor on earth. But Jesus did all this for you and for me. Jesus came for each and every one of us here on earth. So that you and I, every boys, girls, every man, women, husband, wives, father, mothers, all kings, presidents, prime ministers, all people of authority of different levels in every city, state, nation, irrespective of your color, your language, irrespective of your tribe, irrespective of whether you are rich or poor, Jesus came so that you and I will not perish, but we'll have eternal life, that you and I will have peace, that you and I can enjoy his blessings. Today, the only thing that matters in Resurrection Sunday or the Feast of First Fruits is about your soul and my soul. I like to bring to your attention. It is called just like we are in the decision of the valleys. We are at the crossroads. So it's so, so important for you and me to make the right decision. And I pray that you will make the right decision because when you begin to put your souls on the rightful foundations, believe me, God will take care of all your challenges, your failures, your sadness. If you believe and have faith in Jesus who died for you and resurrected for you, and you believe that Jesus can take away your sickness, your diseases, then I just want to encourage you this today, on this resurrection of Jesus day, or this day of first fruits, to repeat after me this prayer. And I pray that you'll do it faithfully. 
So can I just encourage you to close your eyes and follow after me this prayer. If that is what you want, and you want to come out, and you want to see that Jesus resurrected you out of your challenges, your sadness, your difficulties. Now I just like you to say this prayer after me. Dear Lord Jesus, on this day of your resurrection, I confess and renounce all my sins. I acknowledge I am a sinner. Today I surrender all my sins to you and I ask of your forgiveness. Today I come unto my heart and be my Lord and Savior. Amen. Today if this is the first time that you have received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I just want to encourage you and congratulate you. It'll never be in vain, and I guarantee you'll never regret it. I'd like to encourage you to download the Bible app in your handphones. And I'd like you to read the book of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John in the New Testament. And also, I'd like to encourage you to hear my message on Passover, the, and the Feast of Unleavened Bread on Spotify, so that you'll have better understanding what Passover is and what the Feast of Unleavened Bread is. Right now we are going to partake of Holy Communion. If you have or you don't have your bread and your drink with you now, I'd just like you to pause this message at this point of time to prepare your bread and your drink. You may just get a little piece of bread, have it in your home, a piece of crackers, and a little bit of grape juice if you have it. Or if you don't have it at all, then water will do. Now this is your bread and your drink. May, may I advise you to hold your bread in your right hand and your drink on your left hand. Now firstly, I'd just like to let you know that if you have received Jesus as Lord and Savior, then you may partake of communion. Otherwise, please refrain from doing so. I'm going to pray this prayer to right now. Can I just, as you hold your bread in your right hand and your drink in your left hand, can I just ask you to close your eyes and bow your heads? Let's pray this prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, we thank you for giving us this opportunity to celebrate your resurrection today. We thank you for all your suffering, your crucifixion, your death, your burial, and resurrection for me. Today, I confess and repent of all my sins towards my spouse, siblings, parents, family members, friends, and everyone I've sinned against even against you, dear Lord Jesus. Today I choose also to forgive all those who have sinned against me. Today I choose to forgive them, release them, and bless them. In Jesus' name I pray. Now can I just tell you to break this bread and let's partake of this bread, please.
the brokenness of this bread as you break this bread is breaking all sins that we be broken and to forgive and be forgiven let's partake of this bread let's partake of this drink Now can I have your attention and let's continue. I'm going to pray this prayer of resurrection. The Jesus who resurrected today for you and for me. That the same power of resurrection that Jesus had showed towards each and every one of us that you will be resurrected from your sickness from your illness. and from all your sins and your challenges today that you will experience a breakthrough a blessing in your lives dear lord jesus on this day of resurrection your resurrection we come before you to confess our sins repent of our sins I pray dear Lord Jesus today we come before you and help us to experience the power of your resurrection today I pray dear Lord Jesus may you resurrect us from all our sickness our disease from all our sins challenges that we face financial challenges challenges in our relationship challenges in our businesses i pray dear lord jesus as we come before you we ask of you to resurrect us take us out pull us out of all and everything that is pulling us into the grave and we speak life and we decree and declare in you there is hope in you there is peace in you there is healing in you there is favor protection and we bring all this before you and we decree and declare that today that we will experience the resurrection power of Jesus Christ in our personal lives in our families in our marriages in our cities and nation in Jesus name amen now as you celebrate the feast of first fruits now one of the tone one of the spirit is joy and also as a feast we celebrate this feast of first fruits and resurrection you need to understand that just like i told you earlier in the old testament that they bring their first fruits the priests and wave it to god as a symbolic gratitude to thank god for all he has given them and during this first fruit i will encourage you to give an offering wherever churches you come from denomination give an offering as a first fruit to your church to your ministry and also if you are encouraged by this message 
and you want to and you wish to give an offering kindly refer to the description below and also if you have encouraged with this message kindly like and share it with your friends your loved ones in youtube facebook igtv spotify and facebook remember the next appointed feast or the commanded feast by god is pentecost which falls 50 days from today and we'll be celebrating the feast of pentecost on may 30 to may, may 31 and may encourage you to read the book of acts the apostle of acts and may you learn the next person after jesus resurrection when he ascended to heaven jesus said i give you a counselor and that counselor is the holy spirit and we'll be celebrating about holy spirit on the 30th to 31st of may and i pray you read the book of acts and also i'll be doing a teaching session a series on the holy spirit in the coming days and i pray that you'll follow me on spotify they'll have a better understanding of the holy spirit and god so bless you and i pray that you'll have a great resurrection in jesus name amen god bless you